What's up, everybody? So, I said it's that. Thursday. It's Thursday. At noon. It's noon. Which means you are tuning into Behind the Boots. Yeah. On YouTube. What also? What what day is it also? Wilco Media is where you found us. I what understand. day is it? Yeah. It's a special day. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has off. No. But I have it off. I have it off. And it's... Uh, no complaints. It's kind of your day. It is. Yeah. And it's a lot of your day. It's Veterans Day. It is Veterans Day. Yep. It's a day that we celebrate 10% off Applebee's. Which is... Makes it all worth it. <laughs> those <laughs> those oh. four three-quarter dinner options they have, <laughs> all worth it. Tell you what, you've, you've listened to us for 33 episodes up until this point. Yeah. Because you're a loyal booty. And you deserve to take yourself out for a free meal from participating restaurants on today. <laughs> but in reality, it is Veterans Day. Yeah. It's a day that we honor all those who chose to serve their country. Uh, specifically, it was during a time of war, but it's kind of anyone that's raised their right hand and served their country. Yeah. It's part of the triad of days. Which where include? We Veterans Day. Of course. Then there's Armed Forces Day, mm-hmm. which celebrates those that are still serving mm-hmm. actively in, in our armed forces. And then there's Memorial Day, which... Right celebrates and remembers the fallen who gave their lives in service to this country. So the triad of days. But this day is about those that just said, fuck it. Fuck it. I want college. I'm not doing anything else. I'm, I'm going to jail, so I might yeah. as well do this. Or up until I believe... I just knocked her up, so i got to get out of state. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or up until I believe like 1974, they were forced to join. That's true. <laughs> Didn't have an option. Yeah. So thank you for your service. Yeah, thank, thank you for... Your service. Yeah. Thanks and for uh, not crossing the Canadian border and here. saying we're yes. Do, um, it's actually a very um, unique year for Veterans Day as well. It's the 100th anniversary of the, mm, you can't say naming of, but the identifying of the individual to be laid in the Tomb of the Unknown. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, crazy story, Veterans Day originally started from World War One. at the mm-hmm. end of it. It was called Armistice Day, and it was the yep. day that the war ended. And actually, it was, no, it was the 11th minute of the 11th hour of the 11th day, which is fucked up because they decided this the night before. We're going to stop the war, but let's do it at a certain time yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, so like people were still murdering dying. each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still mur- like, for the next twenty four hours. It was like hundreds of people still died from the time they chose to. to yeah, but um, if they didn't do that, then they wouldn't have a cool way to remember it. It's, it's right. It's right. So That's true. You I the, think you I, take the good with the bad. I think, unfortunately, I think the the um, last U.S. person killed died at like it was like like ten fifty nine. Like, oh, that actually minutes. sounds about right. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Right. But anyway, they created this day, Armistice Day. And then let me just say, whoever killed that person is a real go getter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Seriously. They had one second left. Yeah. There's actually a <laughs> crazy, there's a crazy video. I listen to it. On, I, I'm kind of a nerd like that. I listen to it every Veterans Day because it pops up. He's there's, a kind of a nerd. There's a video or a, um, 
uh, audio file mm -hmm. that is literally the moment the guns fell silent in France at that time. No and shit. you can hear it. It's recorded. You can hear That's pretty it. awesome. Everything all of a sudden it just dope. stops. And it's like, then slowly like a bird picks up. It's, it's That's pretty wild. cool. That's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. But, so um, they decided to celebrate. And it's not only just celebrated in the United States on November 11th. Celebrated kind of all around the Allied world. Yeah. Britain, England, uh, France celebrated Remem Remembrance Day. But uh, it started in 1920. There's a really good book about this. They wanted to celebrate all of the fallen because there was this is the first time in like US history that we had lost soldiers overseas really that couldn't come back like a large amount. Right. There's a ton of unknown because they just fucking were obliterated and just died in no man's land. Mm -hmm. So they 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 pulled four um, remains of US soldiers from four different cemeteries in France, brought them into one building. They did like all this huge ceremony. And they had one guy who was like a sergeant who served in France. He went in and he picked the body. They didn't tell him where they all came from. They all mixed them. They had this like whole thing. He picked that body, those remains. They reburied all the other ones. And mm -hmm. they sent those remains to Washington, D.C. And then on November 11, 1921, they buried that remain, those remains in the, the unknown, Tomb of the Unknown. It's pretty wild. And they've done that ever since. Yep. Um, and then what's actually crazy is they were able to identify the person from Vietnam. Oh, shit, right? And they actually removed the remains and, and identified him. And buried. But it's just a crazy story. It's you a got, he got evicted. Yeah. Got evicted. He got evicted. Yeah. We know who you are now, so get the fuck yeah. out. But, uh, yeah, crazy story 100 years ago. Have you seen that, the change in the guard? You've seen the change I have, in the yeah, guard, yeah. Yeah, I have some friends that, that did it. Oh, really? That were guard, tomb guards. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's That's, interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very steeped in tradition. and yeah all around the number 21 and yeah pretty crazy it's a great number yeah 21 yeah. which is which is like i think um things like that are what uh creates the the persona that people who haven't served uh take on mm -hmm. like that that's what they see so that's what they think the uh the military is but what the military really is is the shit we talk about yep <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, we have the time and place for that other stuff, but but majority. I'd say about ninety eight percent of the time we're talking about shit, piss, and uh, boners, yeah. probably. Yeah, which is kind of ironic because uh, my first segment is diary diaries. Oh, but before that, we're celebrating, right? We're having libations. We're celebrating Veterans Day. We are, which and also causes diarrhea. But yes, yes, and uh, you know we like to have libations. Oh, there's a stink bug on my drink. Oh, for real? Yeah. Just so look at this way. Put him. Over there. Oh, wah, that wah, was a weak-ass flick. Anyway, I didn't want to hurt him. So He looks pretty dead already. Well, he probably had a little bit of my drink. Yeah. So uh, this is this is a repeat local company. company. Um, I don't. I, I guess you could call it a brewery, but they do ciders only from is local it distillery. Apples. Like, do you still distill cider? Do you still know. brew it? I guess you. I don't know. Smash it. I don't know. Anyway, it's. Uh, Storm Along Cider. Mm -hmm. They're from Lemonster, Massachusetts, up there in uh, Johnny Appleseed country. It is. Which is where the apples come from. And uh, this is their Happy Holidays, and it's a holiday spice cider because we're in the middle of November, starting to get into the holiday season. Yep. And it's fucking delicious. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I 
even think it, it would be good, like, warmed up a little bit. I was just going to say that, it's warmed up cold, with some, like, maybe some, like, lemon or oranges, like, yeah. tossed in there or something. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. But it's good. It it does taste like a, like a, like, apple cider, like, like, spice cider. It does, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. It brings me back. When I was a child, we used to have uh, Christmas parties at my father's house every year. And every year, my stepmother would make a big-ass uh, fucking kettle of mm. hot cider. And then... You know, the adults could put in, like, whatever alcohol they wanted. Fireball yeah. is the key now. Cinnamon. Well, I didn't have back then. Yeah, I know. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it, tastes, it tastes the exact same. It's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, we had a, a, <clears throat> a party, I guess a year or so ago, a fire pit outside for COVID, and uh, had a huge thing of cider and a very large handle of Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> People were adding more and more, and it was delicious. It, it's fucking it's delicious, man. Yeah. I come from a place uh, that's known for its apples as well in Washington State. I heard that. Yeah. Big apple country. Big old apple yeah. country. Although we don't, we don't cider it as much out there. I feel like that's a real like New England thing. Like apple Probably. cider is like a big like apple cider donuts. Apple. Like, the donuts are really good when they're hot. Yes. And the little ones. Mm. You know, who, know who, who else is like a real big apple state? Michigan. Believe it or not, there's a, there's a ton of apple uh, I don't doubt orchards it. in Michigan. I don't doubt it. I guess, but like that's the thing is like you think of apples, but we're really like I walked into. Uh, uh, Wegmans today, or the other day, like one of the best grocery stores. Local around. grocery store, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was like, definitely you could tell it was fall because there was like 17 different types of apples. Uh, and they I had like a, something else. They had a chart and they're like, this one tastes like this. This is good for this. this and you're like, oh, I guess it depends. I really think about it, like where you're from. It's a different type of apples and shit. So. Yeah. It's good. We do have a, a, a good selection of apples around here. Yeah. yeah but back to the poo talk. Back to shit. Which is what, if you eat a lot of apples, like apple, a lot of it's apple It's diuretic. Cider, oh, it's di- diuretic. I think it's a diabetic. Nope, it's not diabetic. It's diuretic. Diuretic. Yep. Yep. That too. Makes you poop. It does. And it's, uh, it's good at it. Mm-hmm. It's good at making poop. So that's what we're going to talk about in this first segment. Hey. We're going to talk about not apple poops. Um, <laughs> not specifically, I don't think. but Not apple bottom jeans? No, no boots with a fur. Okay. Um, but, but we're going to talk about some poop. So PT test, lap five or six of eight. I said, fuck it. Uh, it's just a little diarrhea. Which he, I love how he just goes right into it. Second sentence, no, no backstory or anything. Just fuck it. It's just a little bit of diarrhea. Uh, finished and kept running up to the gym. Uh, people asked, and I told them I shit myself. Uh, got made fun of for a little bit, but fuck it, I passed. I have almost shit on the floor uh, during a piss test, though. I don't wear boxers or underpants, and I just drop trow because fuck it, I like making people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Which is true. Like you'd be surprised how many people, when you're doing a piss test, just fucking completely drop trow. Mm-hmm. Which respect. Uh, I was pushing, pushing real hard, which is a mistake. Then I turned around, looked over at my observer, which, if you don't know, when you take a piss test to make sure that you're not adultering any of your yeah. sample, uh, there's someone who has to, to look at you take a piss. Yeah, and what's funny is that civilians, I've had to take like uh, a lot of random drug tests for like my civilian job, mm-hmm. and that doesn't happen. They're like... No, because they're very uncomfortable. Yeah, like here's the cup, go in there, 
do this, close the door, yeah. don't wash your hands, don't flush, don't do this. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. When I was an observer, I held it for them I was just to make, sure. to make sure. I wanted to feel yeah. it coming out. Yeah, and you have to you make sure it's 90.6. It's not right. just someone else's urine. It's cold. Exactly. But they pick people from your unit to fucking observe you yeah. pissing. And yeah. it's, it's pretty uncomfortable. I can tell you what almost every male dick looks like from almost every unit that I've ever been in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Andy never, Which, never looked, never did. Looking back on it, I probably shouldn't remember that. But <laughs> all right, we'll talk about how many dicks, how many dicks I've seen, and what the shapes and sizes were. Um, I turned around to my look at my observer and said, "I'm going to shit." I pulled my pants up, walked into the stall, and continued pushing and pissing. Uh, he was just like, "Get the fuck out of here!" No, you're not. I said, "Yep, I am." I think I lost a Soldier of the Month board because of it, but fuck it. When you have to shit, you have to shit. Which, I've never shit during a piss test, but I've had to observe someone shit during a piss test. It's not illegal to do. You, no, it's not. I, as long as the door's open yeah. and you can see. Yeah, here's the, here's the thing, though. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And if you, if I, like... I specifically went to the piss test school, so I didn't yes. have to be a watcher. I was the one running I did the that, paperwork. I did that later on. I didn't do that until I was like an E6. Yeah. So, I, so I, 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 had, I had a good... Observer duty before. Right. I had a good, like, maybe... I think I was only... I wasn't E5 very, very long. Maybe two, like three years um, where I was looking at dicks. And then after that, I was handling piss. Yeah. Which, I mean, pick your poison. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But... The rule was for me, if you got to take a shit, that's cool. Do it. But you're going to wait and then piss again. Like, I'm going to make you wait. I See, I get that. I also don't want to be there all day. And I know that no one can shit without pissing. Yeah, I just... That's science. It, it, well, it is. But Listen, also, it was on Bill Nye one time, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I don't think it was. I'm. Yeah. That was my rules. So. No, sorry, that was Pornhub. I also feel like you can control it a little bit because you you can you we, can piss usually, without shitting. Usually, when we had to when we did piss test, it was for PT formation anyway. Yes. So you weren't shitting anyway. Like you you weren't gonna have that option. Don't tell me when I'm gonna when I'm gonna I shit. I won't. But you haven't eaten yet. You ain't had your coffee. Some listen. Sometimes when you wake up, there's just no I stopping know, your shit. I, it, and these guys listen, are so I, ingrained with the with the time of the day. Like you shit after PT after you fucking. You know, you, you work it out. Literally. I get it. You you can definitely... Wasn't pit. happening. You can definitely piss without shitting, but Not there is that up in one... Well, there is that one instance every now and again where there's just... You just... you Listen, you can't prairie dog liquid, okay? Fair enough. Maybe you took a little too much... Uh, um, no explode. And you're like, okay, yep. That's... That's been a thing too. Then you shit red. You sh <laughs> you, do sh you do shit red. Ugh, fucking Christ. Story number dos. Uh, I didn't shit my pants, but I pissed myself the first day of basic. Wasn't used to the Oklahoma heat, led to drinking a lot of water. A genetically small bladder led to me asking my drill sergeants to go to the bathroom a lot. One day, I counted like 16 bathroom trips. Uh, eventually, we were in formation, and I didn't want to break it to go to the bathroom. Couldn't hold it anymore. 
spent the rest of the day in the piss ACUs until I could hide them in my wall locker until laundry day the following Sunday. Luckily, no one noticed and were distracted making fun of the guy who actually shit himself that day. <laughs> Talk about hitting the fucking Jeopardy. Not, these, not the person who shit themselves and piss themselves, but the other people. That's pretty rare. Yeah. Why wouldn't you try to wash those in the sink after hours and then let them dry? That's also a great question. Mm. Do you know where my mind goes? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. There's sometimes where your mind goes, and I'm like, that's a weird place to go. Mm-hmm. That's a fair question. Mm-hmm. That's a fair. Yeah. That's a very fair question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just wanted to. He just wanted his wall locker to smell like dirty pee pants. I guess. Mm-hmm. Gross. It's not good. Urine is a, is one of the smells. I, I just. It's especially if it's been there for days. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. such a fucking rough smell. Yeah. It's the ammonia. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, basic training. I mean, I don't know, not just basic training pee, but, like, any, like, time where you're, like, you're not drinking anything else really but water. Right. But you're also, like, expelling all the salts and, like, everything. Yeah, because you're sweating a lot. Yeah, it's just fucking... Basic training. He said ACU, so it was oh, recently. It, he wasn't, like, he was going in the 60s where it was, like, you could go to uh, basic training in, like, uh, Fort Devens, Massachusetts. Yeah. Like, they had... Colder ones, like in our climate, um, Somewhere it was hot. it was hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much the only place that has basic training now, the army like they do have it in places like, uh, like Fort Leonard, Missouri. I'm assuming is probably fucking balls cold, just during the winter time. Yeah. yeah, but like I think the Navy probably has the the coldest in the Great Lakes. Oh, of course, yeah, like, yeah, but they're probably never also never outside. So. Well, yeah, if it's below 40, then it's too cold. Can't be outside. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 Then they're on a ship. I wonder if Space Force is going to have their basic training. Probably on the moon, right? Makes sense. Probably. Mars? Something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. How are you going to be called Space Force and then have it on Earth? <laughs> it's true. Is that false advertising? I think so. Maybe they can do it at the uh, at Epcot. Epcot. <laughs> Space Mountain. They're just going to have Jeff Bezos fucking yeah. shoot him up into the yeah. sky for 30 seconds and then come back Absolute. down. Absolute. All right, parade rest. <laughs> that's Attention. <laughs> okay. That, right, that's congratulations. <laughs> that's all. That's the only thing <laughs> they can do in their fucking trip up to the sky is that. Uh, anywho, story number three. Uh, send it. One of the soldiers I work with shat his pants at NTC a few years ago. He was a driver, and during the start of an area recon, he told his platoon leader he had to shit. Uh, the platoon leader told him that it was too late and to shit. Uh, too late to shit and just to hold it. Five minutes later, he screamed, "Oh God!" And the entire striker filled with the smell of cheesy diarrhea. Oh, uh, which is diarrhea itself is not a good word, but when you put the word cheesy in front of it, yeah, that's not a good image. What uh, kind of? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Nope. They immediately stopped the striker, donned pro mask, and evacuated the striker. Upon inspection of the front of it, the shit leaked through his pants and covered the entire driver's area in rancid bacon cheddar cheese looking diarrhea. So I'm assuming he had bacon cheese spread in his emery. Uh, they made him change and passed him off to the first sergeant as a real world casualty. 
grabbed his poncho and used it as a protective layer so that the next guy had some protection from the now-smeared regular cheese MRE shit that was 25% wiped up. Ew. 25% wiped up is not a great percentage. It's 75% not wiped up. The majority of the shit was still there. Yeah. Ew. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Ugh. Strikers aren't the most uh, ventilated machines either. No. Also, probably not the easiest to, to clean out. Like, you, it's like gonna get in the crevices in the floor. There's yeah, There's so many nooks and crannies to get into. Unless you you take a pressure washer to it when you get back, like. Whoever's continuing on that mission as a driver, like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, that is probably the worst thing you've ever done in the military. Mm. That's another, so another smell is, like, fresh shit. Right? Not old shit. Like, fresh, brand new. Fresh, bacon, cheesy shit. Yeah. Not yeah. good. But then you get a smell, you're like, oh, it's bad. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's the smells that you can taste. That you're like... Yeah. I actually tasted it when I read it. Yeah. I was picturing it. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't do... Like, I, I'm not a big bodily fluid kind of guy. You don't, don't like, do, you don't like people taking dumps in your chest? Nope. Don't like that. Don't like pee. Don't like vomit. Nope. Can't handle it. I uh, had a high school job where I had to clean up vomit at a um, summer, not really amusement park, but there was like a place that had rides mm-hmm. in the downtown, like um, like municipal park. Right. And just vomit in the summertime after like people eating cotton candy. You just put the sawdust on it like the janitors do. You do, but then you have to clean it up because the like it's usually at a ride. You have to clean it out of the ride and just like. Just the, just the fucking smell. So what, this, is the sawdust just make it easier to sweep it up? Yeah. Like, is that what it is? Like, it absorbs it. It's like throwing that shit down on, like, a, when, like, you have, like, a, a diesel spill and you, like, throw the stuff down to, like, Speed it dry. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking gross. Because you have to, like... You just sp- kick dirt on it and call it a day. Yeah, spray it out of the, the ride. Because when people throw up on a ride... It goes everywhere. Yeah, because it's moving. Yeah. And usually people are so, like... I'm more comfortable with people that are, like... Or I was more pleased with people that are like showcase vomiters that are just like like projecting it out. But most yeah. people most people tuck their heads like they know what they're doing and throw down throw up down into them and like into the they're, seat they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed yeah. and they don't know what they're doing. Like the greatest thing you can do when you throw up, your your day's ruined already, right? Like you're not hanging around a park after you throw well, it depends up. depends if I feel better. Yeah, but usually in, in that case, people you don't. You just like it's not like you were sick and you threw up and you got rid of it. This mm-hmm. is like you just caused it. So That's fair. you need to like throw up in your own shirt, contain it for yourself, and don't fuck with everybody else. Like, I disagree with that. If I can not get it on myself and everyone else gets the brunt of it, I'm cool. But you're going to get it on yourself when you're moving on a ride. It's, it's inevitable. Okay. Right? But the less I get on myself, the better. True. I'm just saying for everyone... Which is the, the rule in Airborne is, like, if you're going to throw up on the aircraft, you throw up down your own shirt. And if not, I'm going to make you throw up down your own <laughs> shirt. And then I'm going to throw your ass out of the aircraft. That's fair. 
don't do the don't do the body smells. Ugh. This is a little quick hitter, and I uh, I add this in here just for you. <laughs> Did you know? It's uh, all three. <laughs> Vomit urine shit. Exactly. Uh, I was running once. I uh, couldn't find a bathroom and shit my PT shorts. Mm. He goes, I'd do it again. Yeah, because yeah. when you're airborne, you have to train your legs so well that when you hit the ground, the ground hurts. That's all he said? That's all he said. I don't get that. I don't know. I don't get it either. Yeah. Um, I just feel like he was semi-proud of shitting his pants. No one else was And he was also was humble in, bragging on, that he's airborne? Yeah, that was a humble airborne brag. Yeah, but when you're real airborne, you don't have to humble brag about it. People already know. That's why I added it. I figured, I figured you'd have something to say about his airborne brag. Well, he's probably a supply guy. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's true. Everybody gets to go through airborne now. Yeah. But uh, I, I had uh, a squad leader or a team sergeant or team leader, I'm sorry, who shit himself on a run, but he managed to veer off out of formation and get into the wood line shit, come back yeah. my missing one sock. Did it again, oh, for wiping two socks, yeah. So like, you know, control yourself. Which is airborne. a, which is a very fair price to pay. Yeah, and socks are good in a hurry because you can stick your hand all the way in it and wipe and pull away and pull the sock off as you're doing it. Just, and it's just don't wipe too hard because they're very porous. Well, it depends on what kind of socks. I mean, if, if you're a sergeant, you may be spending a little bit more money on socks, so you might have a little That's better. That's true, but those you're, PX if, socks if aren't the best. If you're Joe, you're buying the fucking twelve. Pack for yeah. fucking three. They don't even like curve. They just fucking tr- like Straight. a rectangle. Yeah. yeah, they're just a long <laughs> white no rectangle. Right. Exactly. Yeah, just, no, it is what it is. Yeah. Just a sock. Yep. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Mix and match. It doesn't matter. A sock. Exactly. And they eventually turn yellow when you wash them with your shit. And they eventually lose all their elasticity. Yep. <laughs> That's the typical uh, PX sock. Exactly. The PX brand. Um, yeah. So I've seen it happen, but have a little bit more pride in yourself, Airborne. Reach up in there, pull the liner. Left or right on your silkies, release, airdrop, release the liner, keep going. Yep. Okay, don't do it in the pants. Let's go, man. Come on, have some pride in yourself. He said he'd do it again. Yeah. Well, it's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Duty. It's a weird thing to be proud of. Yeah. 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 I, I picture this as being his only story to tell his grandkids when he gets older. Like he didn't really have a, like a, anything going on in his military career. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He just, the only thing he can tell him is he shit his pants. Mm-hmm. If I could do it again, do if I could do it. If I could do it again and do it again, Jobs. But that's, uh, that's a couple of stories of shit. Well, you know what stories I will be happy to tell my grandkids about? No. My barracks party stories. Okay. Yeah, no. Not so much my kids, but my grandkids. my grandkids. Yeah, because at that point, who gives a fuck? And it's not, they're my not my problem. Kids are hopefully, hopefully I have them. B, hopefully I'm around long enough for them to be like 18, 19, 20, so I can share these stories with them. I, I'm going to share them when like they're six. Yeah. <laughs> I want them going to first grade. Grampy's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I want them going to first grade show and tell and just bring had friends called strippers. And bringing my PT shorts that I've shat in. Yeah. <laughs> Which will be museum pieces by then.
so we have a segment we, we call Barrick's Life. We do call it that, yeah. Okay. I feel we've done a, as a military, when I use the word we, it's the royal we, all of us, have done a disservice to our young men and women right now because we haven't given them the opportunity to really enjoy the barracks because they've been too busy fighting our wars for the last 20 years. And as those wars have ended... How is that our doing? I said we as in the military service. Like, I'm just, it's a royal we. It's what we do. Okay. okay. Bear with me here. Okay. I feel like they're going to be going back to these barracks life... Mm-hmm. And not really understanding what to That's do. Good wordplay, by the way. Yeah. Good job. You're welcome. And we need to have this public service announcement. We need to help them prepare to have those barracks parties. They may never had it because they they're too not. busy fighting wars and, and fucking prosecuting the war on terror to the bad guys abroad. That's true. So listen up, folks. This yeah. is a PSA. This is a PSA. This is this is how you do it and where you do it. Okay? Well, obviously the where is the barracks. But uh, this is the top eight ways to throw an epic barracks party. Go on. Okay. So this is the only time in your life where everyone around you in your living situation is exactly the same as you. Exact equals. You are more than likely not above the rank of E3. Yep. Maybe a couple of newer E4s, but by this time, probably those guys are moving out. They're, they're, moving they're out. probably married to Panda by yeah. now. So you have money, okay? Because your housing's paid for. I was going to say everything's paid for. Your food's paid for. If, your healthcare's if, paid for. If you use defect, food's paid for. Yeah, if you do it right. Yeah. So, okay. On the weekends, on the weeknights, you can have social gatherings known as the barracks party. But don't just grab a six-pack with your buddies, play some video games, and call it a night. Sounds dumb. No, no, no. Sounds really st stupid. Yeah. Fucking go epic. Okay. How do you go epic, Bobby? First thing, have a theme. I like themes. Themes Themed parties are automatically the fucking best. Automatically the create best. a culture of awesomeness. Yes, they do. What are your okay. favorite themed parties? Cool. Okay. We've had a couple different ones in my time frame, depending on the time of year. Okay. Um, the location, obviously. Obviously, you can go back to the old school toga party. Mm. Because you have... Well, when I lived in the barracks, you were issued sheets and you were issued blankets. If you wanted yeah. your own, you could buy them. Right, you were still given the the mattress cover, the sheets, the army wool blanket, the pillowcase, all yeah. that shit. Right, we still we still wear as well. Okay. Yeah, perfect togas. Okay, just don't damage them because you gotta turn them back fucking in. It's fair. It's toga parties, obviously, easy to do. Okay, um, I like. The gladiator theme. I like, uh, if it's even politically correct these days, the pimps and hoes. I think I don't think there's anything more politically correct than pimps and hoes. Yeah, where it's role reversal. The women dress like the pimps. Hell yeah. Guys dress like the hoes. Okay. I also like the uh, wear anything but clothes parties. So yeah. so you wear like trash bags or yeah. fucking sheets or Obvi anything. Pajama jam. Yep. Okay. Pajama jam is good. Um, 
we also did these, uh, not so much in the barracks, but you could incorporate this into the barracks very, very easily. Um, we would go to either like a Goodwill or a Savers, mm-hmm. any of you know where these, wherever you're from, right? And you would either do a 10 for 10 or a 20 for 20. You had, we'll say the 20 for 20 for colder weather. $20, 20, 20 bucks, you had to purchase your entire outfit. It's actually easier than you think. It is. Yeah. We're talking footwear included. Yeah. So 10 for 10 is where it really gets. 10 for 10 is hard. Yeah. But a 20 for 20. Especially nowadays. Is pretty fucking epic. Yeah. Uh, Can't afford shoes? Go barefoot. Yeah. Other one that I like too from these is if you, you have to do a a Goodwill or a Savers, do a formal party Ooh. where you have to buy a jacket, dress, whatever. It's all fucking mismatched. They're so shit. fucking rad though. So it's rad. It's so fun. Those things so are so rad. fucking fun. Um, we, did it, we did it one time. We were all uh, TDY for a school. It was a bunch of guys I was with, in Sierra with. And it was um, the, where we were at, though, was one of the guys was from there and his mom was visiting him. And so we all went to this local bar, but we'd all gone out to the Goodwill to go or, or going out clothes. Yep. And we went formal. So a lot of us chose, um, you know, the, the tweed jackets and the shitty 70s ties and dress shirts. One guy had on a black dress coat and a uh, burgundy turtleneck sweater. <laughs> And the guy, he's tall, but like I remember we were walking in. I think you have to be. Yeah, we were <laughs> shit at the time. We walked into the local bar. Um, it was an Irish place, so it was like a food place too. And uh, we saw our buddy with his mom, and they're having dinner. And she's like, oh, look at these really nice dressed gentlemen coming in. He turned and was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and as we got it was, closer. It was you guys. Yeah, as we got closer, you're just uh, like, oh, my God. But, yeah, so have a theme, okay? Um, so it says easy way out is to have a video game tournament. That's not really a theme for a party. Yeah, though. not really okay. a theme. But I like this one. Use your creativity. Come up with themes like a Vegas night. Which is great. Club night. Yeah. Okay. Or Nerf gun night. Which would be way better. Giant barracks battle Nerf gun. Throw out the whole barracks. Oh, my You fucking God. kidding me? Ammo will be everywhere. Exactly. It's fucking great. Okay. So this says even you can even improve your tactical skills. Uh, number two. Two birds, one stone. Get someone to step up out of their comfort zone. Sounds like an orgy. You know that guy or gal in your unit who doesn't fit in too well? A barracks party should be a judgment-free zone. I agree. And encourage the introverted homeboy or girl to let their guard down a little and break loose. Surprise thing. Surprises during a party are a good thing. Write that down. So... I, I... on a, on a more serious, I do like the fact that, and it, it is true, like, there is some people who are living in the barracks that do keep to themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of friends, but this is a great way for unit cohesion. Inclusivity. 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 Yep. Inclusivenesses. Inclusivity. Yeah, but this is a great way, because really, you can be like, a theme, and be like, hey. All you got to do is dress up like this or like yeah. this. Like, whatever, man. I'll, I'll help you out. Like, here's this. Here's my yeah. extra gladiator helmet. Freaking great way. Whatever. So, and, and now you got a dude who, or a girl who was feeling very uncomfortable in the unit, didn't feel like part of the team, and now after one night, fucking one team, one fight. Yep, absolutely. 
So number three, it's all about the location, okay? Barracks rooms are typically pretty small and squeezing a dozen or so people inside can get super congested. To maximize the fun, consider choosing a room on the first floor that has easy access to the community courtyard. Okay, not bad. You do raise the attention though, or you do raise the problem of alerting other people that you're having this party. up. Okay, but at least in my days, obviously I was an, I was an infantry guy, and like if we were having a party and it was too looked too good, then other people were going to definitely try to crash it. Of and, course. And then you're going to have problems. So just be cautious. There's, there's problems. always problems yeah. when outsiders come yeah. crash. If it's your party. own company, that's cool. Your own whatever, but yeah, just be careful. Um, so they said you know, spill it over to the community courtyard, which is good because I know a lot of places that I served later in life, like down in Tampa, yep. the courtyards for the uh, the dorms, they call them in the Air Force, had like grills and just like community areas as well. You can have some pretty cool things. Um, it will extend your party area and therefore increase the life of the fiesta. You'll thank us later. All right. Now, this goes back to what I just said. Know where the duty is. Poop. No, no, no. The duty. So as the saying goes, the duty has no friends. So the staff duty. It's true. Both battalion, brigade, no division. No matter who level, they are. Got to know where they're at. Critical. This statement is kind of true. Since the different levels of rank of each uh, of duty each day, make sure you're on good terms with them. They can alert you before the MPs show up unannounced because of a reported disturbance. So protect, help. I, so I, the way that we used to take care of this is you know the guys that are on staff duty. Yep. Either they're from your company or they're from the battalion. But we would take care of them. We would bring them pizza. We would bring them, like, steak and cheeses. Peace offerings. Take care of them. Be like, hey, yep. throwing a party. We're tracking. We'll make sure no wonder it. Well, you know, we'll do whatever. Here you go. Yep. Right. So it, it goes a little bit of, like, goes a long it, way. It does go a long way. You know what I mean? Just got to take care of it. This is the things you need to take care of. And also, make sure you pay them back when you're on duty. So if they're throwing a party... Why not being an asshole? Yeah. Yeah. Go right back to it, okay? Um, number five, have good lighting. This is key. I also think this could go back to the theme night, too, so... I was thinking about something else, but okay. Lighting <laughs> yep. Lighting is key, but uh, since barracks rooms are small, look into getting a few black or strobe lights to enhance the positive atmosphere. Okay, Change it up a little bit. Consider breaking out your glow belts, because they do glow... We're talking about PT belts. They do. Yeah. Ooh. And what could go wrong? If you're wearing a PT belt, yeah. you're fucking safe. Exactly. Nothing's going to happen to you. I've, I have witnessed um, a female service member only wearing a PT belt. Prove it. It was covering. Prove it. <laughs> Doubt <yeah>. it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. And uh, put those into good use. That is the case in point. Um, number six, develop a new drinking game. Those are fun. Create this for your own unit, your own whatever, platoon versus platoon, however it may be. So develop a new drinking game. Beer pong is fun. Everyone knows how to play that. But consider creating a new game to draw people's attentions. You never know your new upside-down quarters pong game could take off. And I challenge this a little step further is go to that introvert, that person that's 
you know, kind of take keeping to themselves because they're usually pretty smart because they don't want to mess with the ruffians. Yeah, a bunch of nerds. Right? Yeah. So see if they can come up with something and incorporate that. Have a contest. And, like, another thing is, like, there's so many different drinking games from state to state. And I don't know if you know this about the military. Like, we come from all over. Mm-hmm. Um, so some someone in from a different state who may not be well in with the, the crowd, they might have a game from uh, where they're from that you have never heard of. Mm-hmm. It's really an educational experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, just the cohesiveness is just abounds. With yes. Uh, number seven, invite those you trust. Party buzzkills suck. No oh, one likes exiting the fun to take care of the sick drunk or a prick that wants to start fights. So invite the people who have good drinking track records. This can be tough if it's an... Because you, you don't know everyone. Yeah. If it's all get included, it. all inclusive, get that. It might be a little tough. However, you got to protect yourself. you got to... There's only one way to really get to know people, and that's to get them shit-faced. That's true. That... <laughs> you laugh, but that's, that's fucking, fucking true. That's yeah. serious. Especially yeah. in the military. That's really how they're going to be when the, when the fucking chips at the fan. Yep. Like, so... I've met plenty of those people who it's like, I will I will never fucking drink with you again. Yes. Or fucking trust you when you're or, sober. Or do anything. Yep. Because uh, you've ever, ever heard that where it says a uh, a drunk man's words is a sober man's thoughts. That's true. I believe it. It's very true. I've had to make a lot of apologies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of them were very sincere. <laughs> also bought a John Mayer guitar. <laughs> well, that's that was, was worth it. That was for charity. <laughs> that was worth it. Uh, and finally, in more ways than one. So, I I'm I'm hesitant on the last one. Just say it, because I don't know if I agree with it or not, especially in today's right. world. Say it. Let's have a debate. Record that shit. Edit that shit. Nope. Then I disagree that with shit. that. One hundred percent. Don't record fucking anything. Exactly. That's a stupid idea. Exactly. That's a stupid idea. It's a lot of fun to see yourself. Act like a fool. Just be safe. Then the footage can get turned in as evidence. Evidence for what? Exactly. What do you want evidence for? That is all. We don't. No. You don't. There's a there's a saying in certain units in the military, and it's called quiet professionals. Yep. <laughs> I think that carries over to... That's exactly what, what you want Quiet partiers. <laughs> yeah. No, you're 100% correct. You, you don't want evidence. If you're living in the moment, put the fucking phone down. Yeah, if you're living in the moment, then you don't need your fucking phone. Exactly, because the memories, frozen in time, people. You don't need fucking photographic yeah, evidence I'm, I'm gonna, to be used by the staff yeah. judge advocate in your court martial. So I'm going to go on a little, a, a little bit of a tangent here, because this is a problem I have with a lot of people nowadays. Please do. Is the, they're so worried about uh, catching shit on, on, on photos or videos or fucking whatever they have nowadays. And it's like, they're so worried about catching that shit and posting it so people see how much of a good time they're having that they forget to have a good time. Fucking put that shit down, dude. Put that shit down. Have a great time. You're going to have the memories or whatever. And even if you don't remember it, who gives a fuck? It was a great time. You know you had a good time. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about fucking posting shit on social media mm-hmm. because a lot of times it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, it will. And it's also... It, I've had it happen. It's I've, also, I've had it happen before. It can also me. be used against you. 
Yeah, quite a lot. In in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, and I, just have a good time. Enjoy the barracks. Enjoy the life. Uh, you know, one of the best things I think you can do is is have have everyone, you know, throw in twenty bucks. Sex cult. Oh. Are you going somewhere else? It's that? later. Oh. It's afterwards. Is that a different what segment? You do is everyone throws in twenty bucks. Get a keg, get it, you know, whatever you yeah. can do. Just like make it easy, make it fun, make it comfortable. Make sure no one's driving. Make sure no one's, you know, having problems. And I, I could, I could definitely see if this is like a, uh, if this is like a um, mixed unit, like male female. Definitely a lot harder than than when I was in. Something be a lot harder. Well, that's the problem, right? I was all guys. <laughs> you know, we definitely, girls could come on base, but it was, right. it was different. So look out for each other, too. Protect yeah. each other. And if you want to have a real good time, invite the Sergeant Major's daughter. <laughs> She's probably already there. <laughs> in one of the wall lockers. That's, that's fair. <laughs> She's probably fair. already there. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, that was... and, re- and, and remember, just fucking have fun. Just have fun, man. Yeah. Because that's what... You, that's what it's all about. You do go through, you go through so much stupid shit when you're in the military. This is your time to fucking let loose and have a good time. Don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Because when you fuck it up, you fuck it up for a lot of other people behind, like that are gonna follow you. That's why there's a lot of stupid fucking rules nowadays. Yep. Because people have fucked it up in the past. And your barracks life is gonna be over so fucking fast. Like it is. Yeah, before you know it, you're going to marry a Dependa. Um, get promoted. You're going to get promoted. You're going to have, like... Kicked out for you're going to have, like, video. three shitty kids that <laughs> suck. Like, enjoy it now, because yeah. it, it's going to go away fast. Don't be... He's back, dude. Get out of here. What the fuck? Get out of here. Ooh, that was a good one. This is our show. <laughs> um, He's just like, ah, fuck, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to be over fast. Enjoy it. Live it. Love it. How do you get up there, by the way? Probably crawl this whole time. I mean, they can fly, but I didn't see anything happen. Whatever. He's gone now. That's wild. Anyways. That was... I, I enjoyed that. Now, it, as always, um, your segment is very educational. Mm. You know what sometimes happens at barracks parties? Fucking. People go a little crazy. They do. They go a little bit off kilter. What's another word for off-kilter? They go a little bit rogue. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Know what else goes rogue? Private. They're rock-hard erections. Sucking <laughs> <Hey. laughs> solid. Yeah. Very nice. Or they're moist labias. <laughs> I don't know. What is that, is that what they are? Labias? Oh. Listen, is that the word? Opportunity. Is that, there, is that the word for it? No. Anyways, next segment, we're privates. hi uh, Story number one. Dude in my platoon married a girl he never met in real life. Surprisingly, she turned out to be way out of his league when <laughs> she came to an org day. I helped him move in to an on-post housing with her two weeks before we went to NTC. We come back from NTC... And he finds another guy living in his house. It's like the same story over and over again, but it's different. It's, but it is different. Yeah. Um, 
the guy in my platoon was so distraught slash weak that he slept on the couch while his wife and her quote-unquote friend slept in the bed upstairs. They convinced him that they weren't doing anything and no. that they would all work it out. Mm-hmm. This reminds me, the, I'm picturing a guy who's lived on a farm his whole life. He's never really gone anywhere, doesn't really know anything about like opposite sex or relationships, and he's just very naive. And now he's like, oh, I think she still loves me. I'll just, you know, we just got to, there's just a little bump in the road. We'll work it out. It's fine. Uh, he realized they wouldn't, in fact, work it out. Uh, when he found a giant jug of KY jelly under the bed. KY jelly is for sex. Not sandwiches. Uh, it's not for sandwiches. I mean, I guess it... No. No? It's not to slide the hoagie in? You don't want to eat that sandwich? Don't tell me what I want to eat. Peanut butter and KY? Who, says, hey. I, who says I haven't? <laughs> that mustache I'm not putting anything past you that's true who wants a ride uh, that's actually kind of a sad story yeah but what do you expect not that you n- what's that <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> pretty much anything but that yeah that's I guess that's fair but you never met her before it's true like what yeah, but I, I couldn't even put myself in this. I didn't, can't even imagine being in that situation. So it's like, you, honestly, could you imagine putting yourself in that situation where you've never met a girl before and you're like, oh, let's get married. It sounds like great, a great fucking idea. No. Yeah. I'm gonna say no. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say no on that. No. Uh, so my wife was an FRG leader, um, and had to deal with all That's that shit. Family readiness group for all you non-military yes. listeners. Um, the dependa of a deployed soldier was caught by MPs giving my AWOL soldier, which is absent without leave, which is also not good. Uh, she was caught giving him a blowjob in her car, uh, in front of her house while a coked out, while a coked up gangbang was happening in her government housing. (laughs) It just kept escalating. Yeah. Just keep escalating. Hi, I'm here with the gangbang. Oh, man. It started with FRG, which in itself is just a terrible fucking program. I think. It's, I, just, it's just a bunch of wives, or spouses, sorry. I, um, I get the premise behind it. But it's terrible, because it, it just, it it just, just turns just, into a rumor mill. Yeah. Dangerous. 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 So she was caught by the MPs giving a blowjob in her car to, to an AWOL soldier. Who was no AWOL AWOL soldier. Well, now was. I know why he's AWOL. They know where he's at. Yeah. How long was that blowjob if he was AWOL? <laughs> um, in front of her house in a car while a coked up gangbang was happening in her government house. So this gangbang was so large that there was no room for her to give this dude a blowjob inside sure. her house. Yeah. Well, they wanted some privacy. So a car in the front. <laughs> out front. <laughs> in the fucking probably in the yeah. middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you don't do coked up parties at night. <laughs> so sleep. Well, that time. that's true because you got to sleep. Come on now. That's you got to be responsible. You got to be responsible. Yeah. Come on. I uh, had a dude in my platoon that was a specialist that had married a girl one week after her divorce from a captain. Huh. He was raising the captain's kid, 
-hmm. and she found out she was pregnant right before deployment. We get home, he catches her banging another dude. The dude was a PB2, uh, which is a private. She's going the opposite direction. From another, from another battalion. It was like she was making her way down some fucked up ladder. Yeah. And I immediately thought, I was like, this chick is like the Benjamin Button of, <laughs> of military cheating. <laughs> She's going backwards. Yeah. Yeah. That PV2 has a fucking Mustang with 29% interest. That's true. That's, he's got no money. That's true. Yeah. But they can still ride around. Then they're going to get married, and then she's got two kids. Well, they can't ride around because gas is expensive, so they can just sit in it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where the blowjobs come in. So now she's got two kids, and she's giving blowjobs outside of a coked-up gangbang outside of her house. <laughs> I feel like those stories have to be connected in some way. It's too much coincidental evidence not to be. Yeah. Uh... That's it, man. That's 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 the stories that I got. Well, those were I, I want to say they were good, but they're depressing. Yeah, I wanted to bring it down. You I feel like we laughed too much here. I wanted to make people sad. Yeah, but listen, people. Bring it tight. That's the truth. That happens. It's happening it right happens. now. It happened. It's happening right on a Some, military base near you. Some private is getting a beager from a captain's wife right now in front of government housing. Well, I wasn't. I mean, didn't mean that. Like oh. actual, like you didn't mean the I, physical thing. No, I meant. I what still, is, I still stand by what I said. Okay. I still feel like All that's right, happening. I'm, okay, but what I mean is, rogue dependas, rogue privates, happening right now, day in, day out. Yeah, it's, it's a. It, it really is like it's it's just a thing that happens. I'm gonna also I'm gonna also break this down for a sec here. Do it. Okay. She may be very attractive. Or he may be very attractive. Yep. They, Which makes it worth it. They, is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> they may be showing you things of their body that you've never seen before. But if they're showing you those things in government housing. They have also shown other people those things <laughs> in government housing. <laughs> There's a reason they're in government housing. And you don't want to start that karma train. Unless they're not in your chain of command. And then even if they're not in it. your chain of command, because that means they're off doing their job somewhere. And Listen. Listen. You don't want to be in that karma train. Didn't we... Okay. I hear what you're saying. Devil's advocate. <laughs> we just talked about barracks life. Uh-huh. And do we not just say enjoy the time that you have in the in barracks? In the barracks. Okay. Government housing is sometimes close to the barracks. Correct. So are all the ladies outside or all the dudes outside. But you have to go outside the base. you got to deal with fucking gate guards when you come in. It's like karma. You do that. Something bad will happen to you in the future. Listen. Positive about it. I didn't get to where I am today by worrying what's going to happen to me tomorrow. Okay? I can tell. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about you, <laughs> it's that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I guess we'll just fucking move on. <laughs> what I want to say is just do what makes you happy. And if that's getting a blowjob from a captain's wife outside of their housing while a gangbang goes on inside their house involving a bunch of cocaine. Just don't be AWOL. 
Just don't go AWOL. Yeah. You'll be fine. A lot of paperwork. Don't be don't this, that. Yeah. When you go AWOL, you're not just hurting yourself, you're hurting others because they have to worry about uh, the paperwork that's involved. Is that, wh- is that the message you were trying to send? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we're on the same page. <laughs> um, okay. Should we go to mail call? I think that's what's next, right? I think so, in the, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, uh, long-time listener, long-time supporter, uh, Chucko has written in. He has a puppet of. We've known him as the Forrest Gump of our booties. He really is. Kind of been everywhere and kind of seen things that, yeah. that just kind of happened. Whether he realizes us. it or not. Yeah. 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 Um, so he writes in and says, revenge is a dish best served dusty. It was a summer well, that's not how the saying goes. I, no, but that's how his saying goes. Okay. It, was a, it was the summer of 2000. We had just returned from Bosnia. Other members of I and Biko 431 were put on some delightful details. The detail I got placed on was to chauffeur field-grade brass that wanted to observe the new advanced warfighter technology field-tested at Fort Trump. However, one day holds a special place in my heart and mind. I got assigned to chauffeur the Force Comm commander and his aide. So that's a very high-level four-star general who's in charge of a lot of shit, basically every command inside of the United States, Force Comm. Yeah. Um, and his aide. We were in a Hummer. He's not he, giving a Hummer. I, I don't mean to interrupt. Jerko is like the definition of a made man. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was in a Hummer, not giving a, or not receiving a Hummer from a captain's wife. We can just skip the story yeah. then. <laughs> uh, behind a 12 passenger van that contained the division commander, army chief of staff, Jesus. and secretary Jesus of defense. Jesus Christ, Jerko. Yeah. Behind us in this massive convoy was the 1st Brigade Commander, Colonel Stevens. Colonel Stevens used to be the commander of 431, uh, <laughs> and he was the biggest cockback. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's the only name he uses, and he's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chekhov. Uh, he says he would go out of his way to fuck over soldiers. For example, we were conducting a trench live fire range in 97. He requires all companies to perform an eight-mile movement through the Jurassic Park section of the field before completing the live fire portion uh, and an additional two-mile movement for Xville. After a long, shitty night, we arrived at the tent to conduct the AAR. We go into this tent, and there stands Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel in his freshly pressed BDUs and well-rested fuckface staring <laughs> at us as we entered. The AAR concluded, and he pointed out that none of us took out a notebook and pencils to take notes. Actually, he was there for that. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Yeah. I've, I've been through that before, and fuck, yeah. Yep. Fuck Colonel Stevens. <laughs> what a cockbag. So back to the convoy. We're driving down the range roads, and I can barely see the passenger van in front of us because of the dust being kicked up. Somehow, I saw the side of the van positioned across the roadway and to bring us to a complete stop before plowing into the side of the van. General Hendricks looked at me and said, Son, you just prevented a disaster because... I didn't see them. <laughs> Before I could say thank you, the Hummer was slammed into by another Hummer. <laughs> I quickly got I, I quickly checked to see if my four-star passenger and his aide were okay, and then jumped out 
to the a- to assess these are ass it's like with asses to <laughs> assess to to asses <laughs> jump out to asses yeah <laughs> to assess the damage of my Hummer and the one that rear-ended us before I knew it I had Colonel Stevens in my face blaming me for the accident demanding me demanding to know where who my commander was out of the corner of my eye I could see General Hendricks coming around the passenger side of the Hummer I could hear uh, I could. I could hear, I am his commander today, Colonel. Colonel Stevens quickly turned around and saluted. Colonel, you are the TC of your vehicle, and this accident is your fault. (laughs) My driver just avoided colliding with the the dignitary van due to his driving abilities. So if you want to blame anyone for this preventable accident, you you don't need to look far. Colonel Stevens stood there and looking dumbfounded. I looked at his Hummer leaking fluid all over the range road, then I looked up at him, snapped to attention, gave him a salute, saying, Polar Bear, sir, <laughs> before getting back in my Hummer. The rest of the day was uneventful. As I took the general and his aide to the airfield to catch their flight, General Hendricks handed me a coin and told me I did a good job. I drove back to the detail HQ and, the guy, and told the guys what happened to Colonel Stevens. The ones who had served under him treated me like a legend for being able to give him, give him a big fuck you from all the Joes he'd ever fucked over. That's fucking great. It's a pretty good that's a, story. That's a story about vindication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just shoving it right up his ass. Karma. Well, he shoved it right up his own ass, yeah. really. Karma. It happens. Good. Uh, it, uh, it always eventually happens. Mm-hmm. Whether you, this was a great story of you witnessing the karma that happens. Sometimes you don't witness it, but just know, guys it happens. and gals, it's gonna it happens. It's going to happen somewhere. Yes. Just give it faith. Give faith. I need to just all you have to do is light the E4 Mafia karma candle. It's got like the the, the guy in combat dress with the skull like opening his arms to protect you. Yep. And you you, you light the candle. <laughs> Say protect me. Protect me. And mafia. then it works out. And it works out. And it works out. Yeah, sorry. Those range roads do suck yeah. though. For some reason that candle smells like kiwi. <laughs> boot boot polish. <laughs> it's just like black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible deep black smoke that you're breathing mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, Range Roads suck. They're the worst. You get drum in the summertime. Yeah. Fucking gross. So much dust. You wouldn't think it, but it's so much dust. So much dust. Yeah. Yep. Had a... Uh, it wasn't in drum. It was that we were actually training in Canada. So fucking pretty, like, as close to drum as you can get. Um, we were driving on range roads in high Mars because I think I'm going to tell this story before. Um, Just the beer one? Beer? Where they're like, you want a beer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So fucking two high Mars, which are multi-million dollar vehicles, uh, crashed into each other because of dust on the road and uh, just completely totaled both. So, like, dust. Killer. Yeah. Unfuck yourselves, brutal, Range Roads. Unfuck yourself, Range Roads. Yeah. Wet that shit down, Army. That's what I'm saying. Wet that shit spit down. Spit on it Tar a little bit. Tar that shit. Tar that shit yeah, down. Yeah, you gotta spit on it before you throw it in, right? I heard that. You should also do it. You don't have to. You should do it. Yeah. You don't just have to hear it. I've heard it before. You should, you should also yeah. do it. I don't do it. You don't spit on it? No, I have people that do that. That's weird. Is it? Who spits on it? You, as a person with a sophisticated mustache like that, should realize that you have people that will do things for you. I'm also a doer. Mm, okay. 
I like to. Uh, I like to have. I've been actually told I'm a giver, uh, which is a super fucking high compliment, by the way. The IRS uh, doesn't count. What's up? The IRS doesn't count. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Um, Still on. Yeah, the IRS told me I was uh, sexually a giver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was I even talking about? Where were we go from there? Oh, we're talking about who spits on it. You have people that do that now. Yeah, no, no, no. I like, I, I, I like for for uh, my partner to feel like I'm invested. Hmm. Okay. So I like do my own spitting. I want you to rewind in it. their mouth. Oh. <laughs> 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 go, go back to story of before. Yes, where the sandwiches were made from. Yeah, take care of it. So make them a sandwich. Yes, and then spit yes. on the sandwich. Touch the sting and spit a little bit. Here's a sandwich. <laughs> Why'd you fucking hawk a loogie in my eye? They wipe it off. Bologna? You're just holding a fucking sandwich. Salami and cheese. Well, now the spit doesn't feel so bad. That's prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Swiss or prosciutto, fucking throw that shit out. Muffaleta? Here you go. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anywho. Chucko, as always. Thank you, sir. Fucking legend. The Forrest Gump. Keep sending them in, my friend. Yep. If you want to be like Chucko, you can. A. And you fucking should. Be a legend. And B. Send in some fucking stories. Right? Let us know what you did when someone got fucked over in your area. You want me to tell them where they can do that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can do so at wilcomediapro.com slash podcast. That's where you can submit your story. Mm-hmm. And like we've said in previous episodes, you don't have to submit just a story if you have a suggestion. No. Um, no. If, if you do have a story, but you want it, us to add to like a segment, like a Rogue Privates or a Barrack Stories or, or whatever, it, fucking just let us know. Let us know where you want it. Fucking send us a story and... Uh, we we are like prostitutes. We will do as you please. For uh, for money? Price. Uh, yeah. For a price of free. It's back up. We're we are like your a, support. We are like a free prostitute. Like we are like if you have a coupon for a prostitute. <laughs> Lost me. But anyway, I'd like I was never to good in analogies. Thank Big Dick Nick and the entire Wilco Media family. Yep. The Famille. Familia. Thank you for everything you do, for letting us do what we do, mm-hmm. supporting what you do. What? See how I did that? I don't. It's a sandwich. I don't get it. Back. He Brought just it. made a sandwich. Brought it back. Tell you about sandwiches. Okay. Uh, also, don't forget to tune in to us, where we find podcasts, Thursdays at noon. Um, and if you want to watch us, and see this glorious, uh, magnificent stash I have on top of my upper lip. You can do that. You can do that on YouTube mm-hmm. at Wilco Media. Um, and if you want to subscribe to Wilco Media on YouTube, um, you can do that as well. You and uh, I will. I will take requests as to what my mustache will look like <laughs> from episode to episode. Mm, yes. Correct. Correct. But overall, but thank just, you. Just remember, if you request a Hitler, that it, it, it's... Eh, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. Um, it's just going to take me a while to grow back <laughs> to do other things. So, just be careful what you wish for.
once you trim, you can't regrow that fast. It's yeah, it, it takes a minute. Yeah, it takes, a minute. takes me about four days. Yeah, but thank you for what you do. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys uh, for listening, as always, and uh, we will see you next week. <laughs> oh, Chucko, laying the fucking heat, mm. dropping some names. That dude also became a four-star general. Did he really? Yep.